Hey, good morning. Good morning, Joel Pilka with the Crush Life On My Way podcast. I am on my way to work this morning. Man, we got up at it early, went to bed early. I feel great. You know, I knew that, you know, obviously getting more sleep makes me feel great, but it's hard for me to go to bed early. I, man, about the time pain goes to bed, you know, and then at 9 o'clock, like 8.30, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock rolls around. I feel like that's like my sweet spot. It's quiet around the house. Jenny, her and I can do some stuff or or we can kind of sit in an office and she can do, you know, some work. I can do some work and we can just jam. But I was just like, man, I'm going to shut my brain off and just try. Took a little melatonin and crashed out. And, you know, I got up at 3.30 this morning and could have just kept going. But I went back to bed for another, I don't know, hour and a half, something like that. And then I uh, got it rocking and rolling. Um, you know, I kind of woke up thinking about like, um, you know, that the book I read a little while back, I think some of you may have read too or listened to called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. You read that? If not, check it out. It is really cool. You know, it's the whole premise. Basically, it's a premise of, ooh, that's a back-to-back-to-back car accident right there, y'all. Um... The basic premise of, you know, not giving a fuck, but it's dangerous, right? It's dangerous because it's like detaching, detaching from everything, you know? And at some point, can that be unhealthy if you're not, uh, you know what I mean? If you don't care, so to speak. I remember back when I was younger, in my 20s, I didn't care. I probably did actually, but I didn't want to face again, like more of the confrontation and the BS around it. So I would double and triple book and decide what I wanted to do at the end. I was a jerk. You know what I mean? I, granted, I was drinking, you know, six days a week. So I guess I wasn't in my right mind. I didn't really care. And I was self-exploration, you know, I was living all over the place after Chicago and moving to Nashville. But I just, uh, I had my head up my ass. But truthfully, I would just be like, I didn't care. And, and, and ultimately, I really didn't care about myself. You know, I think that I was upset with probably school. I was still upset that my dad died. I didn't even know a lot of that. My mom told me later that um, I was mad for many years. And I really don't remember that part. <laughs> Go figure. But, um... Yeah, I was mad at myself for being probably a bad boyfriend and a bad friend and a bad student. I don't know. It's hard on myself. I always have been, as we all have been. But, you know, sometimes it takes a friend or a coworker or your loved one to slap you in the face. I've had a couple slaps in the face. Carlos Torres one time we call him, used to call him Beaker. Any of you know him back from Wheeling, Wheeling High School and whatnot. One of my best friends, you know, he kind of slapped me in the face one time. You know, I was like, what are you doing? It was just after college, and I really didn't know. And uh, he was pretty much like, I miss you. But he said it in a little bit more harsh words than that. But he kind of got through to me um, at that point. And, all, you know, from time to time, people will step up and be like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Actually, Mikna, I know you probably never hear this show, but... God bless you. My buddy, Mikna. Actually, Rich Mikna is the godfather to my son, Payne. They are born on the same day, which was really special for me because I love those guys. Uh, but I remember um, 
And Jenny and I had been, I don't know, we were dating or whatnot, and I had a boat at the time, and we were out on Bangs Lake. And um, I was probably the heaviest I'd been. I was like 235 pounds. And for the record, right now, I'm like 185. So that's like a big swing. And he just, I had my shirt off. I was on the boat. In fact, I think we are at TJ's Lake, to be honest with you. We were at TJ's Lake, uh, Lake Van Auken uh, in, in Michigan. And he's like, uh, Pilka, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> um, that was me kind of not giving an F, right? I've already dropped the F-bomb twice, but yeah. It was me not caring really about anything, really, I guess, the moment. Uh, but uh, and, and although I was treating myself that way, I was treating people around me that way. And so when I listened to this book and read this book, I thought, man, this is kind of dangerous because you can just say, fuck it. I don't care. It doesn't matter. What only matters is, you know, either what I want or my family, the people closest to me. You kind of have to, to make up like your rules around not giving a fuck. What does that mean? Maybe it's not taking things personally, right? Especially in business. I think sometimes you find that you'll have these really, really uh, tough bosses, right? You're like, God, that guy's a dick. Well, it's like, how come they always get to those positions? How come these guys that are, you know, assholes, they make it all the way to the top? And you think, well, that's what it takes. You know what I mean? Well, maybe it's because they didn't take things personally. Sometimes being an ass means that they're just all business and they're very direct. I would say after being in the healthcare staffing for, you know, close to 10 years, I've heard, um, you know, that doctors can be that way, especially, you know, maybe even surgeons that are very direct. And it makes sense because when they're at work, you have to communicate in a certain way to get things done swiftly. And maybe it comes across as rude or curt, whatever you may call it. Um, so I guess they get a pass and, and I, and as they, as they should, I mean, I don't think there needs to be derogatory or demeaning tone or not tone, but word choice, right? It's all about word choice. That's why when somebody will say something, you know, when somebody says something to me either about you or you're trying, they're trying to tell you a story and they're asking you for advice and you say, well, what did they say? Like, I needed to know exactly what they said, the words that they chose because the words matter. I know my mom and my sister, uh, I use my family here as an example, uh, we'll butt heads from time to time. We'll just call it, I'm a mama's boy. My sister is a daddy's girl. And um, they would butt heads from time to time. And I just thought, like, how are you guys speaking to each other? What words are you using? Because it really does matter. And, and, you, and families, well, we know how to hurt each other. We know just what to say to hurt each other, unfortunately. But um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, in business... There's kind of like this business talk. It's really direct. You don't, maybe you don't have to say all the politeness at the beginning. How are you? Thank you. Blah, 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 blah. But maybe that's our culture. That's a whole nother show. Because I am intrigued by this whole Japanese culture and how they, and some other cultures where they go and they sit down and they talk and they have tea and they hang out and they get to know each other before business is done, which I think is beautiful. Um, I did learn one thing real quick. This is kind of sidebar from the culture. And I read it somewhere and I've, I've done it since. Because when somebody gives you their business card, you don't take it and put it in your pocket right away. And I need to find out really the meaning behind it, but it's like a respect move. And I do that. I've done that for years. Somebody gives me their card. I look at it. I look at both sides and then I hold on to it. I don't just file it away. I'm not sure what that means. There is some sort of move there 
and I don't know what it is, but I'm going to look into that today because I think it's kind of fascinating. I am fascinated by that culture. Um, but again, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. How do you use that? Does, is it, you don't care about what people think of you? I think being 40, it's, I'm at eight minutes. I'm getting into work here in about two minutes. I'm going to wrap this up. Um, is it, is it like businessy where you don't want to get your emotions involved because we're just trying to get something done here today? Um, or is it just outside your family, right? It's like, here's my core family. Whatever's best for them is fine. There's many ways to look at this, but I, my, my thought is it is a slippery, kind of a slippery slope right? You don't want to completely not care. It's great on the golf course. You don't care about your score and you're just playing the shots. Awesome. That's why it's great to have a caddy. Be like, dude, just mark my score down and uh, whatever. If you, because that way you don't have to think about it in the moment. So just be careful. I think detachment like that is great. I think not caring is awesome. But if the rest of your, the rest of your being and the rest of your whatever you put out to the world um, is positive, right? So if you're if you're caring for others, you're empathetic, you're compassionate, um, and you bring that, but also like having some sort of detachment on the other side. It's a weird balance. It's a weird balance. That's why he calls it the subtle art of not giving a fuck. And I think that is true. There's a balance between just kind of letting all the BS go, um, but being attached enough to, to get things done. I don't know. Obviously, you see there's kind of a, a conflict here. And I would love to know what you guys think. I mean, how do you balance that? Because I'm, you know, somebody who... I'm an emotional person. And I can feel people's emotions, like, very strongly. And maybe that's why I can connect with them uh, on different levels. But it's, a, it's kind of a, a hard thing for me. How to separate that whole emotional thing. Especially in the workspace. You know, in the workspace, you become friends maybe with people uh, work friends is a whole different thing uh, we spend so much time together but you know do we hang out outside of work no um, so it's an interesting dynamic um, anyway just some things to think about but I do think not giving um, an F is healthy I think it's like hey it is let it go it is what it is and if people reciprocate like in relationships if people reciprocate and want to be there for you or schedule time with you and hang out with you, they will. Um, and then we do the same. So try not to take too much to heart because I think we break each other's hearts day in and day out with, with little tasks or not being invited somewhere. You know, that type of stuff. Well, we didn't get invited to Johnny's birthday. Well, you know what? Who cares? You know what? Maybe they forgot. Maybe they were busy. Maybe they don't like you. And maybe that has to be okay, <laughs> which is hard actually, because when uh, we became parents and then we start meeting, it's funny, you start meeting uh, kids' parents through school and you're like, uh, oh my gosh, those guys are awesome. Maybe they could be our new friends. <laughs> and maybe you become friends for a little while, but then life catches back up and um, you don't see them for a while. And you're like, oh man, do they, do, do they not like us? Did we say something? Was it our politics? Is our son mean? It's like all these little things, you know? And here comes the subtle art of not giving a fuck. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, quit worrying about it. Maybe that's what the book should be called. Quit worrying about it. Maybe I need to take that to heart. You know? Oh, well.
That's kind of a thought ramble, but you know, I'm on my way in just trying to process that. And um, there's two sides. I used to be the guy who did care, but totally masked it probably with booze and just didn't care because I didn't want to feel the pain of uh, rejection or people not liking me or whatever it might be. Um, To the other side where I do care a lot um, for people. And so I don't want to let them down and I don't want to let myself down. There's a really good balance there. Hey, if you have any ideas... I mean, you know, I put my, I put my, a couple things, I put my email out here. I say joel at thepositivelifeco.com. You can email me there. Most of you were directly connected, obviously, on Facebook and stuff. So I get a lot of messages there. And um, I just want to say, like, Dan and Scotty, you know, thank you uh, for the, you know, notes you've been sending. Coach, Coach Dale, oh man, you make me feel great. You're just awesome. The kindest words you've said. And just so thank you. Um, I really appreciate it. You know, you guys can reach out anytime. Email is fine. Obviously, direct message on Facebook. But I'd love to know if you struggle with stuff like that, if you're good at detachment, um, how you balance it. Because I've been learning so much from you guys. You guys have reached out to say, hey, what about this? Or, you know, try thinking this. Or don't be so hard on yourself. Or, hey, get your buns in gear. Whatever it is. And you know what? You want to text me or call me anytime. 847-809-3862. I would love to talk to you guys. I talk on the phone for a living. Obviously, I talk just to hear myself talk on this show. (laughs) Anyway, y'all, I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening as always. What are we going to do? We're going to crush life.